This is probably the greatest doctrine in the Bible. In fact, uh, in 10 Greek words in 2 Corinthians 5.21, Paul describes justification. And he says it this way in English. Uh, for he has made him, for he, that's God, has made him, that's Christ, who knew no sin, to become sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. That's justification. Basically, justification looks like this. I've spent my whole life piling up, you know, as many sins as, as possible in life because I was born a sinner by nature and choice and by divine decree. And when I realized that I was lost and blind because God began convicting my heart, I cried out to Christ, and Jesus Christ, in that instant, took my lifetime. Not just, this happened to me in 1962, so he didn't just take six years' worth. He saw all the way through today and to the last breath of mine, and he put all of those sins on Jesus Christ, and he treated Jesus Christ on the cross. Our nice little cross up there reminds you that Jesus hung on the cross, and God treated Christ like he committed every one of my sins that I ever committed. And that's only half of salvation. Justification has two parts. He made him to be sin for us, Jesus who knew no sin, treated Jesus like he committed all of our sins, so that, here's the second half of salvation, we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus credits to our column his perfect life so God can look at us as saints here on earth. There's another error of a large segment of Christianity They think you become saints after a convocation of cardinals or something decides you're good enough. God says you're a saint the instant you realize you're lost and blind and headed to the chasm for endless personal doom and cry out to him by faith. He puts all past, present, and future sins on Christ and Jesus in its place puts his righteousness. That's, we're all guilty convicts in God's sight.